it's Carly. Hey, it's Shmina. And? We're emotional. (laughs) (laughs) Um, First things first, thank you, Joanne Stewart, Pat, uh, Kevin Gallagher, (laughs) and Therese Gallagher. I was just on the phone with my brother, so that's why. Um, um, Thank you guys for being patrons on Patreon and supporting us um, with this podcast and all that good stuff. Um, Do we want to do our social media handles now? Sure. Check us out on IG, Emotionful Pod, and Facebook is Emotionful Podcast. And and then follow us and subscribe to us on YouTube, Emotionful Podcast. And uh, send us a DM. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us you love us. We need to hear it. Um, <laughs> so now should I jump in or am I missing a piece? We talk, we tell our viewers what we're going to talk about and then we do our little I'm the worst. Okay. And then we go. So today, me and Shamina are going to talk about, um, like, work from home, life balance, because we have to balance that. We both work from home. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So are you guys ready to get emotionally full? Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you? Okay. Um, so Shamita, do you want to, um, start this off? Sure. So I'll give a little history. So I've been working from home. For, it'll be like two years in a couple of weeks because it was March of 2020. Um, so I think it was like the end of March when my agency that I was working at at the time told us like start working from home and it was crazy because we had no telehealth system put into place so we had to call all of our clients and that's how we did our sessions mind you I was working with kids so I had to like talk to them on the phone and do therapy my youngest were like two three four years old so they usually just ended up canceling because they're like you know when when are you going to be back in person when are you going to have like some type of video and I was like don't know so that's crazy I did not know that yeah that it took them um I want to say probably a month at least to like test and then roll out the video and then at that point like a handful of my clients especially the teens um they were like really apprehensive to doing the video. They're like, no, like I like the phone. It's good. Like, I don't want to have to do video. And then we basically had no choice. Like we we had to do the video with them. I have a question um, before you get too much into it. Do you think that sometimes people will disclose more if you're not seeing them? That's what I thought too. 100%. I can't believe it's been two years like that's I can't either when you said that I'm like what but it has it's so crazy so 
I think in the beginning, not even in the beginning, even now, it was really, really hard to adjust to working from home, especially in my profession, because I'd never been taught like how to do therapy electronically. Nothing in my graduate program was ever covered by it. Like when I got into the field, it was very, very rare that I would have like a telehealth session with any of my clients. And then now that's all that I do is telehealth sessions. I've even tried going back into the office um, like on a Sunday or something. So I'm the only one that works on a Sunday. And I'll like ask my clients that I see on those days, like, hey, would you want to come into the office and like see me? And they're like, no, <laughs> I don't want to try. I'm good. Like, I'm good. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, that's fine. So I think the hardest part for me on a like a professional level was how to be a therapist online. Mm-hmm. It felt like I was really like a whole bunch of like imposter syndrome. I was really ineffective. Like there's something really, I'm going to call it magical because for me it is like very magical and almost like spiritual that you're in a room with somebody. So a client in my case, and you can just feel the emotion. You can feel the insight that's happening. You can feel what's going on in the room. Mm. And I think for us as therapists, that's like a really important aspect of what we do. Like being able to feel a room, being able to read our clients, like body language. I mean, that's huge. And on telehealth, like I only see, you know, from like the chest up. So there's a whole like bottom half that I don't know what's happening. You know, are you shaking your leg? dancing. Yeah, exactly. So I think that was really hard to get used to, or, um, I focus a lot in my practice about, um, it's called emotion focused therapy, which is like focusing in more on like the emotional experience, things like that. So when I notice that my clients may like tear up or something's a little harder for them to talk about, it's really easy to catch those moments in person, but it's much more challenging online because I can't, I can see your eyes, but I can't see your eyes the way that I can in person. So now, two years later, I've gotten pretty good being able to like read my client's body language and recognizing these little like cues that they do if they are feeling really emotional or they're trying to like stifle their emotion, which I think is like a really interesting skill that I've developed is like, I saw that like your eyes look a little watery there, like what's happening? So I think that was really hard for me is like, I missed that, that moment because for me, that's what, um, that's what like fulfills me as a therapist, you know, like you have those really hard days. It's a really thankless job. You know, you have to just sit and hear everybody's like trauma and stuff. And so it gets really like overwhelming, but when you have those moments of like connection, it's, it makes it worth it, at least for me. And I'm like, yes, like I did work today. Like this was a good day. Like this was productive. And so in the beginning, that was really, really hard to get used to. Like I can still be as productive via telehealth. Would you now after being work from home for two years and like, you know, learning and adjusting and transitioning to telehealth, would you go back to person to have those magical moments? Or do you think that it's, 
not as magical <laughs> that it needs to be in first. You know what I mean? Like, no, because I'm having those moments like via telehealth. I think I would go back in person because I missed like the person to person connection. I mean, it's different just sitting in a room with somebody versus like on the screen. And I do, um, my cat's just like glaring at me, like, I will cut you, bitch. <laughs> She's like, you're taking my spot. Um, I miss that. And I think because, you know, I'm licensed now, I'm a solo practitioner, I am part of a group practice, but it's not like I have to check in with somebody every day or we're having staff meetings or, you know, I get to see all of these people. The only people I see throughout the week are my clients. And like, that's mm-hmm. it. And, you know, some, like you and I do this once a week and then I see my partner, like that's the only like contact with people that I really have. So I think that's what I miss is just like the in-person contact, but I do, I think I get more of those like moments tell on telehealth because everybody's so much more comfortable. They're in their own space. They're in their own element. I can really see a lot more of who my clients are as people because they're not coming into my office. They're come there. I'm coming into their world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could, I mean, I do therapy telehealth and I love it. I love that. I don't have to drive anywhere. So it's so convenient. I can do it during my lunch break and not have to worry about leaving work early or taking PTO or, you know, whatever it is. I can just do it real quick on my lunch break And I can do it while I'm walking blue or in the comfort of sitting in my own bed and just like, and like you said, I think because I'm in my own home, I'm a lot more comfortable and opening up because I'm home. Yeah. I wonder if you would still feel that way if you've done it in person, because I've done both. Mm -hmm. Once I moved out out of like our college area, then I went telehealth with my therapist, but for I don't know, like two and a half, three years, it was like in person. And then I went virtual. And so now she does kind of like both. So there've been a couple of times that I've been back in person, like to see her in her office. And let me tell you, the first time that I was back in the office as a client, wild, wild. (laughs) I just sat there and I was like, this is so weird. And my anxiety was through the roof. I was like, I need a napkin to wipe my hands off. Like, I'm so sweaty. And as soon as I started talking, I almost, I I got like lost. Like, I felt like I was like disconnecting from my body, like just very anxious. I was like, this is just so much more intense than it is like on the computer. And, but now for me, what'd you say? Gonna be a no for me. I think I want you to try it. Like, if you, I mean, I would be. My therapist lives in Jacksonville, so I unless I get a new therapist, but like, I guess I would be open to it. But I think I had told you, like, I already get nervous when I know that there's something that I need to discuss with her. Like, if it's just like a basic session, and I feel like things have been going good, and I'm not, you know, like it's just gonna be like catching up. It's whatever. But like when I know that a certain like emotion or something had hit me or, you know, something's coming back, I get really nervous when I'm like, Oh God, it's like getting ready for time. And then like, I mean, I'm not, I think that I've come a long way because I still just remember the first 
session I had with her and she was like, how are you? And I was just like, <gasps> and I just started bawling and she was like, take your time. And I was just like, I'm not good. <laughs> so like, you know what we should do? We should do like a, like an experience where we take a road trip to Jacksonville we you go see your therapist in person in the office and then we talk about the reaction I don't even know if she does in person because I know she does it from her home whenever we're whenever like I'm doing it so I don't even know if she does have like in person why not she with my hopes and dreams I'll ask <laughs> but what's I gonna say sometimes so I'd also be, well, no, let me rephrase. Sometimes I like going into the office because I live with somebody else and, you know, you have a roommate too, but I think it can be really hard to like create a safe space sometimes when, you know, you live with other people, you live with your partner, you live with your family and not being able to feel that you can be as truthful or authentic as you want to be because other people may potentially be listening, whether um, intentionally or not. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I know like I make a note of like when my roommate's home, I feel like I'm a little more like, what, what do I want to say? Because it's like, I know that I'm a loud talker and you know, it's funny because I, I, lately when I walk my dog, I think about it. I'm like, I feel like I try to be quiet, but I just think that my voice like naturally projects. Like, I just don't think that I, like, cause I'll say my dog's name and I'm like, I feel like the whole freaking neighborhood just heard me, but I don't think that I'm yelling. <clears throat> so I'm like, I just think my voice just like naturally projects because I swear other people like will say something to their dog and I don't hear anything. And then I'll be like, blue. And it's like, blue, blue, blue. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like everyone just heard me like freaking yelling at my dog. So I'm just like, that's cool. And I'm pretty sure that whenever I talk to people, when I uh, walk blue, that everyone knows my conversation with people because my voice is just loud. I'm just like, I guess it is what it is. So everyone's going to know my business regardless. <laughs> I was noticing that when uh, I was like going back and editing our, our last episode for the group, because, you know, like in the beginning, I was like telling everybody like, make sure you project your voice. And you're like, I don't have a problem with that. And you come through so clearly <laughs> on the audio. So did Oksana, like just so clearly. And there's like a, a moment I was like going through, I was like, can you hear Stephanie? Can you hear Michelle? Like, can you hear Carrie? Can you hear me? And, but you and Oksana, like hands down, I was like, yeah, I don't have to worry. Like I would skip through the video and I was like, nope, nope, we're good. I just think I nat like I think my voice is just bold and then it, it nat naturally projects because I don't think that I'm yelling I think that I'm talking very normal and everyone's like Carly and I'm like I don't know I don't know this is this is me I don't know how to talk lower than this this is like my lowest octave or whatever octave whatever they call it like I'm going as low as I can bro <laughs> Well, you have a loud family, so that's just like, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, but. So anyway, that's my beginning experience with working from home. 
Um, when you were saying your beginning experience, it made me think about mine when um, COVID hit, which first off, I would just like to state that right before COVID hit at my last job, I got free lightning hockey tickets to go and I'd never been to a game. And that was the first game that was canceled because of COVID. And then they said they're not getting rescheduled and we wouldn't get more tickets. So I ne- so I say that because this past week, I finally went to my first hockey game with my parents. So like full circle, but I just thought it was funny because I was like, I was supposed to go to my first hockey game, like literally the week that COVID hit and then people realized, because I remember when it first hit, everyone was like, it's going to be fine. Just make sure you wash your hands. And then like a week later, they were like, we are shutting down. Um, the whole world is shutting down. And we're like, what? Um, but I remember my job also didn't know how to do like work from home. And so while they were trying to set our like computers up and get us access, we were getting paid for a full day, but we were only having to work four hours. And then we were off so that they could work on the systems. And I remember I thought it was the coolest thing because I would work for like four hours. I can't, I cannot remember if it was in office or work from home for those four hours. But I remember I would come home and I would just like chill in bed and like binge Netflix. And now though, like then it was like a luxury and like a privilege. And now that's like something I do every day. So I just think about like, I just like can remember like also like when I was working from home, like, you know, um, I would like clean my couch and like deep clean my living room. And now I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. But like, I had all this energy because I'm like, oh, I'm working from home. I would turn on like a TV series, um, usually it was below deck. I would put that on and then I would like take all the cushions off my couch and like hardcore vacuum it and all of this thing, like while I'm working. Um, and now I'm like, ain't nobody got time for that. Like, where did I get all this energy? But it was because I was so used to just being in the office for eight hours and not being able to do something when I had free time. Cause I will say at my old job, it was funny. I was talking to my mom about something and she was like, you had free time at your old job. She's like, I can remember you would tell me you'd watch a whole movie on Netflix on your phone. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. But like, I couldn't go home. Like I couldn't put on a load of laundry if I wanted, you know, like I was stuck in my cubicle at my desk. So I'd be like, well, oh, let me put on Netflix. And I'd put my little headphone in and I would watch a whole freaking movie during the workday. Yeah. Well, I, I think that what you had just said, like, totally resonated with me because when I first started working from home, I was super productive. Like if I had any free time, I was working out, I was cleaning, I was, you know, whatever it was that I needed to be doing. And then I think as time went on, all of that stuff stopped because like, this is just my normal, my routine, you Mm -hmm. know? And, and so now I have to like force myself to be productive because it's like, I'm tired. I just want to lay on the couch and watch TV. And before it was like, no, like, you know, we, we were so used to like, go, go, go and like work mode that I think it was easy to do that. But mm-hmm. that's been a really hard transition for me is like, as more time goes on. And I was just thinking about this the other day, I was like, this is my reality you know, there's not, there's not an end date in sight of like, Shmina's returning to the office in, you know, June of 2022. Mm -hmm. So I can start preparing for that. 
it's this may be you know in the near future unless things kind of change this is what's going to happen for me and I think that realization more recently mm. has started to like light this fire under me to implement more of a routine or mm. you know having a little bit of balance because for a hot minute it was just oh I have a break let me sit on the couch and watch tv because I'm tired and I'm overwhelmed and I don't want to deal with the world because the world is like horrible scary um, well yeah and I I definitely agree with you I think when you work from home you definitely have to have a routine or like you said you'll fall into this this other routine of working and then on the couch working on a couch and like I I feel like lately I've been doing a lot more than usual like a lot more and so now I'm actually looking forward to like having a day where I can just chill on the couch but it's definitely like so easy for me like get off of work and I could just sit on the couch but like I make sure that like, first off, I make sure that I walk my dog three times a day. Granted, I have to walk her because I don't have a yard. But like when I get up in the morning, I usually get up about an hour before work. I'll walk her for like 15, 20 minutes. And now I've been trying to do like some workout stretches before work. And then I will sit on the couch and eat breakfast or whatever. And then when I go on lunch, I walk her again. And then I'll try to do more like stretches or something and then chill. But then when I get off of work, like you said, I try to do something, whether it's like hanging out with a friend or going on a longer walk with Blue, because it is so easy to get caught up in this, this, you know, like, if you don't try and you work from home, you could literally like not leave your house for like forever, you know, like, so you have to like really put that effort in to make those, you know, like I ran to the grocery store real quick right before recording this. And I could have been like, oh no, I'll do it tomorrow. But I was like, no, let me do it. Let me go get what I need to get done and not be lazy. So, but yeah, I think if you don't like have like that routine of like, all right, I'm going to do something and you stick with it, it's so easy to fall into a cycle of work, couch, work, couch. And then two weeks will go by and you're like, holy shit, I have not left my house. And, and yeah, like, I mean, that was me, you know, my partner, (laughs) he was still going to work and there would be times where, you know, we'd finally like do something together or get in the car and go somewhere. And I would sit there and I was like, when's the last time I've been in the like when's the last time I've actually left the house because it's so easy to be like hey pick something up on your way home or hey yeah. can you go to the grocery store really quick like there was no reason that I even needed to leave the house like earlier on in the pandemic it, I think now it's gotten a lot better and it was just like really surreal and I think I was so I was so exhausted like physically emotionally mentally just from like events in my life that were happening. I, the caseload that I was carrying at my old job, that that's all I wanted to do was disconnect and watch TV and watch TV and watch TV. Well, <clears throat> I think for me, like I'm starting to realize is like the world is now starting to open up and you know, the pandemic is like kind of on its outs um, for now. Um, I notice like I'm more open to like going out and doing things and things like that. But I know like for me, when the pandemic first hit, um, I was just so emotionally exhausted because I was scared. Like I was like, people perfectly healthy are just dying. And I 
don't want that to be me. So like, I would say for the pandemic, like at the beginning, I did not leave my house until I, unless I absolutely had to, I was ordering from Target. I was ordering from Walmart. I was having my groceries delivered. I was not leaving, but now for me, if I don't leave, if I don't leave my house for like three days, I'm like, all right, I need to go out and do something <laughs> like, but before, like you said, I would think, and I'd be like, I don't, I want to say, cause I remember, um, and I think I said this in a pre, stop. I think I said this in a previous episode of like, she's tickling me cause she keeps sniffing me. Um, in a previous episode of like, um, my fam, get away, gosh, just in my butt crack, bro. Um, I mean, I have pants on, but I could feel it. Um, she threw me off. Um, oh, that's how my family, we got big with the video, video chatting because I used to go to my family's house every single weekend and then COVID hit. And I want to say it was what three, four, what it, it was in March, April, May, June, July, August. I don't know. I don't remember when it was that I finally went to see my family in person, but it was a couple months at least. Um, so I don't, I don't know how long it had been. I don't know what the longest was that I had stayed home, but again, I think the beginning of the pandemic, I was, with it you know like I was cool with not leaving because it was almost exciting like oh I don't have to go to work like you said like we had this drive of like we were so used to having to wake up to drive to work sit in traffic then have the the mental energy to be around people all all day so then when I was at home doing my job I was like well I have all this energy because I'm so used to usually having it when I'm in the office so I was like cleaning cleaning and like you said now that I know, like, I'm the same way as you, like, as of right now, like, my job is remote work from home for the foreseeable future, unless I decide to get a new job, and my one friend asked me, she's like, do you think that you'll make this a career, because this is totally off from what I got a degree in, and I was like, honestly, like, yeah, I do, because I think I've gotten so spoiled that, like, I'm like, if I do get another job, it has to be work from home, um, you know, like, it has to have all, and, like, it's to the point where I'm thinking about getting my law degree. Cause I'll, I'll like, I work at a law firm and I deal with like contract attorneys and I I've seen a handful of them have their masters in social work and a law degree. And I'm like, you know, like maybe I'll look into that because, um, the money they make, I'm like, I could do this. I could do this. So anyways, it's gotten me to thinking to even like p- pursuing possibly that because I'm like, this is nice. And they all are remote. It's all remote work. So I'm just like, why not? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's only, at least for me, more recently, because I'm trying to, well, who am I trying to stay here? I have all these thoughts and then my mouth just doesn't move as fast as my brain. So my, my partner had pointed out something the other day that I didn't really, like I noticed, but I didn't really pay too much attention to. So I go from screen to screen to screen very, very quickly is I'm staring at a computer screen all day. And then immediately when I get off, I go sit in front of the TV or I grab my phone. I'm scrolling on social media and I've been getting a lot of headaches recently. I checked too, but Um, you know, he's like, you go from screen to screen to screen so fast. You don't even give yourself time to like rest and relax. And I was thinking about that and I was like, you right. So yesterday 
I got off work at seven o'clock and I had a full day. I haven't had a full day like that in a while. So I was tired and I already had a headache by the end of the day. And I made it a point that the last thing I was going to do is pick my phone up and watch TV. So instead I took my dogs out and I just like sat outside for a little while. I was eating dinner on the couch in the living room, nothing on. I was just watching my dogs, like talking to them, you know, crazy animal person that I am. Uh, I took a shower, I did yoga, that was on the TV, but it wasn't like I had to watch it. I can listen to it and like close my eyes for most of it. And then it was probably like nine o'clock that I finally turned the TV on and my headache was gone. Like I felt so much calmer and just more, more balanced. Well, so um, I don't naturally wear glasses, but because I am in front of a computer screen all day, I wear blue light glasses. Like, all, like I will not look at my computer screen at, for work unless I have my blue light glasses on. And <clears throat> I think it's almost to the point where my coworkers probably think I wear glasses <laughs> because I don't take them off. And the reason why is because I remember like the first week I didn't, and I remember I'd get off of work and I'm like, my head is killing me. And my mom's like, yeah, but you've never sat in front of a computer like that. Like even at my old job, I did have a desk and a computer, but it, I wasn't in front of the computer. Like I, like literally my whole job is on a computer like now. And so I wear these glasses and I personally think they help. Maybe it's just like my head or whatever, but I think that they help me. And then I will agree with you that like, I feel like lately I've been like feeling the same way of like, I feel like I'm like, you know, from my computer to my phone, my computer, to my phone. So like, I'll try now when I take blue on a walk, I try to like put my phone in my pocket and just like enjoy the walk and enjoy like the weather, especially because the weather's been really nice lately. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you. I think, you know, especially, I don't know for you how you could do it if you, if, if, because if you already wear glasses, can you get like blue light or do you already have that? I have a, it's like a, I don't know what, the, it's called a Crizal like lenses. So it's a specific type of like filter or something they put on the lens. It's like a reflective anti-glare. It helps with, um, you know, like staring at a computer, different things like that. So that's like built into my lenses. But I think my prescription may be changing because I look at screens so much mm. now that I wonder if my eyes are getting worse and that's why I keep getting headaches. So I have to go in and get my mm. eyes But um, so I get that. And it, for most of the time it does help, but it, it also depends mm. on, I think for me, my client, because sometimes they'll do the session on the phone and the screen that I see them through is so much smaller than if they're doing it on a computer because then they take up the whole screen. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to like narrow in and focus on this really tiny screen inside of my computer screen. Mm. And I, I think it's just hard um, doing that because I, I'm talking to people for at least an hour and I work for, let's say on my busy days, like seven hours doing sessions. And that's also seven different notes that I'm doing on top of that. So now I'm, I'm typing and I'm looking at the notes. And then if I have to, you know, people are like emailing me or, you know, we talk in like Slack with the, with the company of like different things that are happening. And so I'm constantly on there and it's hard to like disconnect. And just, mm -hmm. I think for me, if I take my glasses off, 
my eyes feel more rested and I've been reading a lot more too so it's like okay then I go from computer screen to now I'm reading and whether it's like an actual book or I'm reading on my laptop and then you know now I'm watching tv or now I'm scrolling and I can literally feel my eyes get so heavy mm-hmm. in my head and they're almost like pulsing and that's when I know like we need to like stop and I, sometimes I have to like go in my room I sleep with this like nice silk eye mask because I'm a vampire bougie. and I'm like yeah um <laughs> I'm a bougie vampire and I don't like any light <laughs> when I sleep so sometimes I have to like put that on my eyes and just let them rest because and even then I can like feel my eyes moving because my thoughts are going and my eyes just keep moving for some reason and I get really exhausted that's crazy I had a thought, it was totally random, but earlier today I was watching a TikTok video and I was like bawling my eyes out because it was this guy saying how him and his ex had broken up like three years earlier, but the one thing he asked of her was to let her know if anything ever happened to the dog that she had that like, you know, and it was like their text messages back and forth that she had pretty much reached out to him saying that like, he had a seat, the dog had a seizure and like the vet said he's not doing good and best option is euthanization. Oh my God. I'm like bawling because like, he was like, thank you. Like, can I be there? And she was like, no, I'd rather be alone, but I just wanted, you know, to tell you. And he was like, you know, I really appreciate that you told me. I didn't think that you would ever speak to me again. And she was like, I didn't know if I wanted to. And it was just like, and then of course, at the end of the TikTok, Grits, this is like, a 30 second TikTok, but then at the end of the TikTok, it's like videos of the dog, and I'm just like, oh my god, it just made me think of Blue, and I'm just like, Blue's gonna live forever, right? Like, right, you know, because I was just like, all right, I need to put my phone, and that's when I was like, Carly, put your phone down and work because <laughs> I found you're bawling. Dog, I swear, animal videos get me, they get me. Don't tell me anything bad ever happens to an animal because I don't want to hear it and I don't believe you. I don't understand how anyone can be cruel to animals. I was just talking to my other friend about this of like, especially during breakups and stuff, how like my mom, she'll tell me things. And I'm like, why do you tell me this? Like apparently on the news a couple days ago, they were, um, this girl got mad at this guy's dog or vice versa. And they, and threw their, their dog off a seven story thing. And I'm like, why did you feel the need to tell me? Like, I don't want to hear that. And she's like, it was just so sad. And I'm like, yeah. So why are you like, that's like the, like, And it just irks me when people take their anger out on animals. Like animals are literally so innocent. I just went into this huge rant, but I just have to let everyone know that like, don't take your anger out on animals, man. Like punch a freaking wall or something. Like the animal is so innocent. It probably loves you with its whole freaking heart. When I get mad at Blue and I yell at her, I will go and apologize to her to let her know. I say, I'm sorry, Blue. I did not mean to get mad at you. I was just having a rough day. I let her know because it's not her fault. She doesn't know. Except when she does annoying shit. (laughs) Rant is over. I was talking to a client today and they had said like, I'm going to kill these dogs. And I knew she wasn't serious. Like she's actually going to hurt, you know, her animals. But I was like, I feel you because I talk to Carly about that all the time. We'll be on the phone. Like I can't 
stand these damn dogs or these cats are pissing me off. What a ham. And I feel like as a pet owner, if you don't, it's like kids, you know, you like get together and you bitch about your kids. Like they're doing this or this is happening. Like we bitch about our pets because we ain't got no kids. Tell me how today I got so mad at, not even get so mad, but I was just like, Blue, what the fuck? I, you know, she knows the routine. She knows when it's time to go out on her walks and I have her leash and her harness. And she always does like a stretch. And I'm always like, you couldn't do this. Like you, you couldn't do this like five minutes before, but it's whatever. That's a thing. Tell me how she does the stretch and then lays down and is just staring at me. I said, no, I'm not playing this game with you. Get your butt up. Like you see me holding your leash and harness. Like you're just going to lay down and look at me. Like I'm like, get up, get up. Like mm." she tries me, man. But you love her. She, she tests me though. She pushes my buttons every freaking day. I think those are the, isn't the, aren't those the better relationships? That's how I feel with Daisy. You know, she does some dumbass shit in the yard or I get so, I get so fired up, man. I'm like, why can't you just listen to me? And then when we sleep I like, this is my most peaceful moment and my most joyous moment every single morning is I usually wake up first and Daisy is sleeping next to me and then my partner and then our other dog, Kovu, is usually sleeping on the other side. So we've got two dogs in the bed and a very large man. Um, (laughs) And I just sit there and I just look and I'm like, this, this brings me so much joy is my dogs are here. The house is quiet and I just see them so peacefully sleeping and I tell them, or even like if I get up in the middle of the night because I have to go to the bathroom or something, I just give them all these kisses and I just think in my mind, like, I love you so much. And I'm so sorry that I'm so angry with you (laughs) when you're awake because you're a devil demon dog. But now you're the sweetest angel in the whole wide world. Well, it's funny because Blue sleeps with me too. And man, when I tell you she takes up like three quarters of the bed, but every morning she's pretty good of like, she doesn't like force me up or anything, but when she's, feels me starting to move around so it depends like if I'm trying to fall back asleep I try to move as little as possible because the moment she starts to notice I'm like moving and I'm awake it's like our like little we have like a five minute like cuddle sesh where I just like give her lovings and she like tries to give me kisses but the moment we have that then she's up and she's like okay now we're going on a walk so like especially like on the weekends I try so hard to like if I'm like I just want to sleep in today like I just try to play it off like that I'm still asleep and I'm just moving positions or something because she knows and like the moment she can tell that like I'm moving she like looks at me and then she like comes up to like cuddle because she usually sleeps under the covers. Blue likes to go under the blankets. She'll literally like like I'll be under blankets and everything and she'll come up at the blankets and she'll look at me and I have to I go you want to go under and I lift and then she she goes under and then you know and then She'll like curl up in a little, her little Cinnabon at like my feet or like my legs. Um, and she'll usually sleep there all night. Like she likes being under the covers with me. But then when it's time to wake up, she, she knows. She comes over and she's like, morning, morning. <laughs> One of my cats sleeps under the covers and like right next to me. And I woke up in the middle of the night. Cause usually I, I would like wake up cause she, she like bops my head. She's like, excuse me, I'd like to be inside now. Thank you. 
now, or if I have my eye mask on, she takes one claw and she pulls the elastic to like wake me up. I'm like, you bitch. But anyway, so I, I like usually let her in. But last night I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, there's something inside the blanket with me. Like I had no recollection of like letting her in or anything. And I was like, what, what's happening? And I'll feel her because so, like they breathe so shallow when they're sleeping that I don't know if they're alive or not. And it freaks me out. I do it with the dogs too. I don't know what's going to happen. I have kids. I'm going to freak out. But like, I'll put my hand on them to see if I can feel them breathing. And there'll be times where like, I can't. And I freak out. I'm like, are you alive? And I like pull the blankets up and then they start moving. I'm like, okay, you're good. And we kind of like tuck them back in. Well, it's funny because when Blue, um, like I said, she sleeps with me at night, but there'll be some nights if my roommate falls asleep on the couch that she'll sleep downstairs with him. And it's funny because I always complain that she takes up all the room. But then if she's not with me at night, I toss and turn because I'm like, where's blue? And like, there'll be nights where it'll be like 2 a.m. And I'll be like, blue, blue, because I'm like, it's weird. Like, I'm so used to her shoving her body against me that when I do actually have my own room, I'm like, wait, this isn't right. I can't sleep. And, and so like the nights where she doesn't sleep with me, it's almost like I get the same amount of crap sleep because I'm like waking up tossing and turning because I don't know where she is because I'm so used to her being like right by my side the struggle man the freaking struggle can't sleep with them can't sleep without them this is what happens when you work from home people this is what happens you become even more attached to your animals oh yeah I don't know what she'll do if I were to ever get a job where I have to go somewhere because what was it you someone was saying one of my friends, I went somewhere and they were like, she literally like stared out the window and watched you the whole time. And then like, when I pulled away, they said she like cried a little bit and she like knows when I'm home. I'm like, if I'm gone for more than like two, three hours, I feel bad because I'm like, I need to get home to blue. And I'm like, I don't know what she would do if I ended up getting like another office job and like she was home. Well, we got one of my dogs during the pandemic, so she has never been, like, separated from mm. me throughout, like, the whole day. It's, she always usually has somebody home, like, we'll leave and, you know, we'll, like, put her in the crate or whatever, and, like, that's fine, but even, even then, you know, I, I went out today to go do errands, and I was gone for maybe an hour, and it's, like, I was gone for five days, like, she just goes, oh, yeah, crazy, man, my other dog, he's just, like, yo, what's up, yeah, the way Blue greets me whenever I get home, she's, like, you're home, mom, I thought you were gone forever, and I'm, like, Blue, I was gone for, like, 40 minutes, like, and she, like, jumps, and it's just, like, going, like, when I went to the lightning game the other day, and I got home, Oh my God. It was like, I was gone for a week or something. And it was like maybe five hours. And she was just like, <gasps> and I do think that like, cause I asked my roommate if he took her out and he was like, yeah. And I was like, did she go poop? And he was like, no. And I'm like, I don't think she goes to the bathroom if I'm not home. Like, and I'm like, well, that's going to be an issue. <laughs> like, Anyways, I really got us off on our dogs, but clearly you can tell that me and Shamina love our dogs and uh, we could talk all day about them because they're just literally, they're human. You know that saying that was like, 
plants are the new pets and pets are the new kids and kids are something you don't want or something like that. But it was like a funny meme that was, and I was like, it's kind of accurate. Like she's not just my pet. She's my child and she gets treated as one. I literally bought her her own bed and the only reason I returned it is because she wouldn't sleep in it and she still slept in my bed and I paid, I paid like $200 for it and I was like I'm not I pay, I paid $200 for my dog for her bed. That's the mom I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's funny like when you have like pet people who don't have kids because I'll get together with my friends who don't have kids and we just talk about our animals. Like we swap like animal stories, like, oh my God, they did this today or like, this is happening, or, <laughs> you know? And I think it's just really interesting how we've adopted, like they're literally our children and we talk about them as such. Yeah. And then like our friends who have kids, they talk about their kids and I'm like, hard pass. That, that, that seems rough. What? <laughs> I said, I'll stick with the dog. Oh yeah. Like I love my niece and my nephew, but I also love that I can give them back. A plus that's, that's the real, um, secret to life. Only be, um, an aunt or an uncle or, or the non-gendered term for that. I'm not sure what it is. Relative. Yes another relative that is not a guardian or a parent correct because that's a lot of responsibility so back to the topic at hand since we probably spent like 30 minutes (laughs) (laughs) but that's what we do you know like that I spend being working from home like I literally have a cat in my lap I have a cat next to me and usually I have a cat in the closet that's over here and my (laughs) (laughs) my cats are you know and then the dogs you hear them all the time they bark incessantly but I think that's also part of working from home is like building that connection with your animals and even my clients I think it's really interesting like now again like I get to see so much more into their world like I know their animals by name and like I'll see them in the I'll say hi to them I'm like oh say hi or you know I was talking to a client and he got another cat And, um, I was like, Oh, like, how are they adjusting? Like, how's that going? Like integrating and, you know, we just, we the cat people and the dog people. No, I agree. Cause actually, um, at my current job now, when I was like introducing myself to like another agency that we work with, the guy was like, his cat was like going across the screen or something. And he's like, honestly, like that's a part of like the culture now he's like it's okay for that to happen whereas I feel like he was saying like back in the day or like when COVID first hit we were like trying to like not let people know and now it's like nah I work from home like things are gonna happen like I have team meetings with like my coworkers, and my one like two of my coworkers will have their babies on their lap with them and like my supervisor's totally cool with it she's like hi how are you you know like because that's just like the culture of it it's like we can still get our jobs done, but still have our life. So. Yeah. I think it's a very interesting dynamic and I'm excited. I think now I finally accepted like, this is my reality, which is why I'm starting to get back into having more structure or wanting to do more things because I feel like I was just in denial 
you know, I'll, I'll get back into the office or this is just temporary until something changes. I had no idea what that something was, but mm-hmm. I, I think now it's more so of this is my reality and how can I make my environment more conducive to like what I wanted to. So I ordered a new desk, which is coming next week. I'm going to be like cleaning up my office a little bit, like feng shui. So I'm super excited for that and just making it more like comfortable because I do this every day. It's honestly so important. Like it's so important to feel comfortable in the environment that you're working. Cause I remember for me, I think I was kind of like you for the longest of like, even though I knew my job was working from home, I wasn't like ready to accept it. And so I kept like hesitating and dragging out, like buying the proper equipment I needed, but it was just making like my work days miserable because I was like working off a laptop. Instead, I finally gave in and I was like, screw it. Like I need a double monitor. And now it's just like, I, I mean, I wish I had a, a actual like office room, but I have a little corner in my living room and I'm like, you know what? That's like my designated work area. And then it's, it's just so much nicer. Yeah. But I think that was really important for me too, because I used to work in my, um, in my living room and I would like sit on my couch or do sessions or I'd sit at my dining room table um, because I didn't have like a, an office space set up. And that was horrible because I'd, I'd be working in the same place that I was trying to relax afterwards. So my brain was like, nope, you don't know how to do this. Like, this is not what's happening. But now having an actual room, I think has helped me to, oh, I'm leaving work when I leave this room. And when I come back in here, you know, I'm, I'm doing work again kind of thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, originally when I got this job and it was remote, I was like, oh, I'm just going to set up a desk in my room. That lasted like maybe three days. Cause I was like, I wake up, I literally go to a corner of my room. I'm like, no, I need like that separation. So a hundred percent. My nose is so itchy. So I think I'm excited for this new chapter and this new year. I can't believe we're already in March, but I'm trying to like embrace it and, you know, doing more things that don't involve like TV or sitting on the couch, or if I am sitting on the couch, just like sitting there, you know, Mm. eating dinner last night. I was like, I don't know when the last time was that I just sat in silence. And I'm one of those people that I like sitting in silence because I talk to people all day. So once I get done, I'm like, no speak. I don't want to hear anything. And it was just really, really peaceful. Or I've been, this is going to sound really, really like strange, but it's actually been really cool for me is I've been sitting outside recently and I'm like writing this story about the, the world when I'm outside. Like I, I think of these lines that I'm writing for this like story that's like coming coming up and coming out and so like it only happens at night because for some reason like it's being taken place at night for whatever reason but I sit outside and I, I just it just like comes to me and that's been like really really cool for me it's like oh, okay when's like inspiration gonna strike when I'm when am I gonna have my next line or I don't know if it's gonna be like a poem or a short story or what it is but it's been really cool just sitting and reflecting to write it down. Mm-hmm. Mm. I used to um, 
when I was younger, I used to do like what you're saying. I would sit outside and I would make songs up. And one time, <laughs> oh, I'm exposing myself so hard right now. So one time when I was younger, I lived in another house. Um, my I had gotten a bike for Christmas and my we wouldn't put it like all the way in the garage. My dad kept saying like, it's gonna get stolen. It's gonna get stolen. Well, one day it did get stolen. And like for for like the first half of the day, I really thought like my dad hit it to, to teach us a lesson. But he was like, no, like your bike's gone. And I remember sitting on the curb and being so sad. And I wrote and I sang out loud this song about how I was so sad <laughs> that I didn't have a bike anymore. <laughs> Do you remember it? Please sing it. Please. I don't. But I just remember like being like, I don't know. Like I'm on a curb scene. <laughs> it's a vibe, man. And I would do that often. I would just start like breaking out and I will say I love singing, but like I don't make my own songs anymore. If anything, like I just sing what I want. What? Anymore. I don't make my own songs anymore, but I'm no longer a songwriter. I gave that profession up. No, but like, I mean, sometimes I'll sing what I'm going to say, but I don't like make a whole song for it. But I can, I just like, that's a core memory because I just was so sad. I was so sad that this bike had been stolen. I remember it was a light blue bike. I thought it was the coolest bike ever. Um, and it got stolen, and so I made up a song, and I sang it out loud while I sat on the curb of my my house growing up. <laughs> oh, God. That's adorable. All right. Are you guys feeling full yet? Are you? Are you? Are you? TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> so... <laughs> We want to, I want to know, maybe Carly wants to know, but I want to know if you work from home, whether it's like part-time, full-time, whatever it is, what do you do or what have you done that has helped you to maintain a work-life balance? I concur with Shamina. Comment below, DM us on the gram, comment on uh, Facebook, whatever you got to do. We want to hear from Mm-hmm. Yes, queen. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.